Welcome, everybody, to the Mando Fan Show. I'm John. Thanks so much for joining us on this Friday night. Uh, James and Lacey are with me, as always. And our guest, uh, the host of the podcast, Lights, Camera, Barstool, uh, his second time on the Mando Fan Show, third time with us, much healthier this time around. Mm. Uh, maybe patient zero, we're not sure. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. buddy. What's up? Yeah, thanks for having me back. I, I, it's a little more speculation this time because I think I did the finale last time, right? Yes. I yeah. believe you were that last can, can do yeah. a little more like actual speculation rather than just having nothing, just complete guesses. So, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy to think there's still two episodes to go, but at the same time, it's like there's only two episodes left, which is uh, yeah, crazy. Six it's, have already passed. It's, it's, it's flown. Yeah. For me, it's flown by. Like I, I, I can't believe and it started a little earlier this time too. And there was star yeah. Wars. There was a movie last year. So now it like, this is it. Really. That's a good point. Right. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's cause now, you know, you hear whispers about, uh, Diego Luna talking about Cassian and everyone's already like, Oh, what's next? I need the next drug. Like mm-hmm. what's Amanda's wrapping up. We need to find out what's, what's going on. <laughs> um but uh yeah thanks everybody for joining us uh if you're watching live that's awesome uh do us a quick favor like the video uh and um make sure you're subscribed to the channel and if you want your comment read on the show including what we're about to do next our pedro pascal face rating uh you can use the super chat to move right up to the top and we appreciate all the support there um uh so oh yeah also if you want the mando fan show season two shirt which uh i forgot to put on here uh, myself, but it's uh, teespring.com slash the Mando Fan Show S2. If you want to pick one of those up, there it is right there. Thank you, James. Did you have that moment where you're like, I knew I forgot something? Yeah, I think it's <laughs> I think it's in the wash, actually, if we're going to break the fourth wall here. Um, all right. So, yeah, what we're going to do here uh, to kick things off is uh, each of us will go around and give our rating on 0 to 10 on the Pedro Pascal face scale, which we adopted because we aren't seeing this guy's face a lot. So we figured we'd show it here on the show every week. Um, so let's kick things off. Chapter 14, The Tragedy, written by John Favreau, directed by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, a lot of buzz about that. Lacey, uh, you did our Mandalorian Minute this morning with uh, your immediate reaction. So why don't you kick us off with your Pedro score on this one? So that reaction, I was literally asleep. I don't know if anyone <laughs> watched it. I was so tired. Been literally asleep. That would have been funny though. I, I was so tired. I couldn't even think. And I had people yelling at me being like, you didn't even mention this. And I'm like, I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> I, um, I rated this episode an 8.5. I thought it was a very solid, fun, fast-paced episode that I really enjoyed. Nice. Uh, good score there. James, uh, where are you at on chapter 14? Uh, yeah, I gave it an eight. Um, I think the thing was, is like, uh, I recently said my top of my top is nine and the Ahsoka was more like an 8.5. This didn't reach that Ahsoka level for me. Um, but giving it like a 7.5, I think that has typically been my like mediocre, uh, you know, it's just the run of the mill episode kind of thing. And, uh, this was definitely above that. So I was like, I more than probably any other episode this season, I was like, that is an eight, baby. That is an eight if I've ever okay. seen it. <laughs> Fair. Uh, Jeff, where, where did this one sit for you? Uh, I'll throw, and I'll give some context. I, I get, I'll give it an 8.5, which I actually don't love rating The Mandalorian. Like that's I rate every movie I watch. Mm-hmm. Um, we would have a website for it. So I've just, like, I'm very, very firm on The Mandalorian is fun, and it should just be fun. 
Um, even though I also do breakdowns and talk way too much about theories, but it's like, I don't like putting scores on it, but for the sake of this, I will. So I gave it an 8.5 as well. And for context, I thought the Bo-Katan episode was, was a 10. I thought that was the, that's my favorite episode of the, of the series at all. Uh, uh, and then I would, I would say, I'd probably say the first episode 9.5. Um, and then we'll throw one more in for context. I'd probably rate the, uh, the Carl Weathers one a nine. Um, though I think I did have my favorite moment. Uh, in this entire uh, season so far, I, I the the aerial dogfight in the clouds and Ludwig. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. That, when, yeah, yeah. When that was the your nine point five was that season one or season no, two? No, just this season, one. just this season. Yeah. Oh, the Cobb Vanth. The season, the, the Cobb first, Vanth. Uh, the Cobb Vanth one, yeah. The yeah, okay. I got goosebumps in the Carl Weathers one, and that's that was kind of like that. Not that I didn't have it last season, but I was like, I got goosebumps with a brand new theme from Star Wars. I'm like, that's a pretty that's pretty awesome because yeah. we've known yeah. this show for so little time. So it's so 8.5. Oh, yeah. I, st- I liked that. I had a, I had a fun time with it. <laughs> yeah. 8.5 is legit. Um, I'm with James. I threw an even eight out there. Um, and that uh, averages us out. I could actually I even do this without calculating it. 8.3 for uh, the four of us on chapter 14. Good score. A lot of Pedro faces smiling, collecting the check back in the armor season two. Uh, and apparently, from what I hear, they're filming season three as we speak. They're starting on that, so that's very good. Um, okay, now our patrons uh, got to submit their scores. Uh, we'll go with um, their comment first. And we selected Mick Elvis, who gave it a 9 out of 10, said the episode was fantastic, high stakes, building tension, also made me a Boba fan, whereas before I was very indifferent to him. He's definitely awesome now. Guy is ruthless. Tamara Morrison is awesome, and I love the Django line from Attack of the Clones. So there goes one of the Easter eggs right out of the gate. Um, <laughs> our patrons, James, gave this a what? A 9? 9.0. So 9 even Pedro's right there. High score. High score. We didn't break 9s very often uh, from the patrons, so they loved this episode, and for good reason. Um, so there you go. Um, so Jeff, you said, uh, let's plug your website. Then you mentioned the website where, yeah, where, where can people go? Moviebrankings.net. Uh, there's some websites that tell you where to stream movies, but you go to ours, you find my rating, my co-host ratings of over 4,000 movies. Uh, but you can also find where they're streaming. Uh, you can narrow it down to just star Wars movies, Marvel. You can go action comedy. You, it, you can do we did it mostly manually. It took about six months and a small Holy team. Wow. But uh, it is the best site if you want to find very specific things streaming somewhere, maybe some information on movies. Uh, you can, again, sort it out by universe. And then there's a randomizer. If you don't know what movie you want to watch, that's our that's my favorite feature. You hit the random – you fill in what you want, like action, maybe from a certain decade. Like we do decade, year. No one's doing that. And then you just hit random, and it gives you a random movie on the specific platform you have. And we did one mm-hmm. just for holiday movies too. So oh, Nice. nice. Tis the season, nice. yeah. I remember Netflix. <laughs> Netflix had something like that. Like, let's find out what movie you want to watch. It would always be just not correct <laughs> at all. <laughs> so you want to watch New Girl, and you're like, no, I. Don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't. they're like, sounds like this is a boy in the white striped pajamas or whatever. You know, and you're like, no, right. <laughs> never that. Right. So the don't crown. You want to watch the that. crown? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 I don't want to watch the crown. Um. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get going into the Easter eggs and references here. Um, we'll take turns. Uh, before we do that, I uh, just want to uh, give a shout out to weirdbrothers.com. Uh, we partnered with them. They are a small business out of Virginia, so support small <laughs> businesses. We did a, made a coffee brew with them called the Resistance Brew. 
head to their site, look up the Resistance Brew, pick up a bag. They'll ship it right to you very quickly. And it's absolutely delicious and keeps you awake if you want to stay up till 3 a.m. to watch The Mandalorian. So there you go. Um, all right. Now, Easter eggs, uh, context, obviously not important. Uh, we're not going to go for too far reaches or stretches here. But anything you saw that's Star Wars related or even pop culture related, uh, we'll throw them out there and we'll go around and kind of take turns to warm up the engines here. So, um, James, I'm going to let you go first here. Any uh, Easter eggs stand out to you uh, or references that uh, we would kind of be aware of? Um, this episode was interesting because most of my Easter eggs only come from like two specific things. So I don't know how deep to get into those. Um, but, uh, I'll start it off with the, um, with the, uh, it's been in my name for so long. Like you break all that stuff down and it talks about his lineage of being, um, you know, it's this Boba Fett, it says Django Fett. And then it even mentions another character who was, a like a legends character who was originally the uh it was supposed to be boba fett before he became boba fett and he changed his name and then when the prequels came out that got all mixed up so they they changed that character over to um jango fett's father and stuff i guess his name is jaster muriel i don't know if i'm pronouncing that correctly but yeah, I know. I was like this is cool because there's a whole long legacy of history behind this name. Um, and they just like officially made it canon and they wrote it like in a language nobody can understand unless you're really diving deep. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Those are the things that make me feel like I'm not a, like a good enough star Wars fan. That's my, that's (laughs) that's the line. That's the line. I do not translate. I I will not translate. And there's some people who do a really good job at it. And I I leave that to them. (laughs) That's why we have James. Honestly, so literally every every Easter egg I have in this is some form of translation. Oh, OK, right. yeah, um, I did think you were going to bring up the one that you tweeted and got some action on, but we'll get to, we'll get around to that. I, actually, I, guess. I, uh, I forgot that I forgot to write that down. But that's part of it, too, I guess. All yeah. right. Uh, Jeff, how about you? Anything you saw stand out to you guys? Uh, I visual dictionary reference and shout out to the Star Wars Reddit. I would have never I would I I when I saw I said, I'm not going to see that picture today. And that's going to ruin my day because I grew <laughs> up with a visual dictionary and the, uh, the 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 knee pad darts, the rocket firing knee pad darts from Boba Fett were always one of my favorite things in visual dictionary because they were ridiculous. You were like, I, like, what, like, why would you need those? <laughs> yeah, these are insane. He's never used them. And that I mean, if you need a way to describe Dave Filoni on set. And him inputting the smallest little stupid, and I mean stupid in the most endearing way possible, Star Wars <laughs> details. Like, that is it. Like, just, and and like, I don't even care that if it was like schlocky and on the nose that they even zoomed in on it. Like, that's just, <laughs> that right there is exactly why I I do love this show, is that it, it gives you the stuff that's weird, um, that, I don't know, like, it's it's done in the way that maybe in like the like the prequel era and stuff where you know we had this whole era of like rolling your eyes at star wars things and it's it's done now with like a nuance that makes it just fun and cool it's 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 crazy this show still blows my mind in that respect like (laughs) that this works for people who like stars and people who just are like casual fans and like the knee pad darts are just that's up there. I, I was stunned when when he did that. I, I was I was quite floored. Uh, it, was, it was it was pretty cool to see. The Just movie doing like, anything in general was cool to see. His, his little like lock his knee in lunge that he did 
like what sets those off does he have a like where's the like and then i'm like don't even ask that question no yeah no no yeah. no yeah um <laughs> no that is that is a good one um lacy what do you got so i don't know if this is necessarily an easter egg um but i just kind of found it interesting due to who's directing it is the point where fennec shand reveals her stomach seemed very alita battle angel to me which is like she shows the insides of her inner workings mm-hmm. um Again, that might not, that just might be in the script, but I just thought it was really cool, especially because Robert Rodriguez did Alita Battle Angel, that it would make sense that he'd have someone that's like part machine. Um, and also, I was right about Fennec Shand. I called it a year ago. I said she wasn't dead, and you guys made fun of me for a year. I didn't, did I? I think you agreed with James. I'm mostly joking, did. but I just I, pro- like... I, probably, I probably made fun of you about it. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean that—that's a whole thing in itself. Uh, the whole like, who was that person who walked up to her, and we heard the Boba Fett sounds, but then he didn't. Have and his we armor all yet. openly were like, "No way, it's Boba right. Fett." I agree. We all agreed on that. But the Fennec thing, I was like, "She's turned away from the camera. It means she's still alive." <laughs> and you guys made fun of me for it. I'm gonna. All right, I'm gonna. Yeah. T- I'm gonna take. Um, that's a good one for sure. Uh, I didn't even think about that. I'm gonna take an easy one. I'm gonna take the Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark Boulder. Uh, mowing down yeah. the, the stormtroopers because <laughs> it, it even looked a little like cg and uh it, you know it got the job done whereas it didn't for indy and to me that just it, it was a direct like point of view shot and it just seemed right on the nose so and that comical yeah and that comical moment of the stormtrooper just not moving reminded me of yeah. awesome powers yeah. where he's like get out of the way and he's like <laughs> no also a little looney tunesy with her like kicking the boulder off yeah the, yeah the cliff there yeah um, but still liked it uh all right james you have any others um yeah, yeah i'll go right yeah <laughs> i'll go right back to the same thing also mentions concord don which was cool um if anybody doesn't know who concord don or wh- what concord don is it's the planet the home planet of the mandalorians and it's this really cool like half blown up planet and stuff and um mm-hmm. i mean they visit it in the clone wars and stuff but uh but yeah, it would it, again. It's like nice to see like these types of references and that they're paying attention to where this stuff is. And this whole thing, by the way, we'll, we'll probably get into it a little bit later. But like the whole like explaining of Django Fett's Mandalorian connection w- really like uh, set up a stir. I think today, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, either depending on what side of the aisle you're on, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I um, loved how they used the line. I really do. I know you mentioned that already, but the line sure. from Attack of the Clones was really cool. Simple yeah. man trying to make my way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I think Django said universe and Boba said yeah, whatever. But, He's yeah. paraphrasing. Um, it's been a so long, long time, like, John. Give him a break. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it works better as galaxy. It's a long. It's a galaxy far, far away, not a universe. Okay, we're changing <laughs> the line. Um, uh, Jeff, you have any others? There was a actually this was probably the least Easter eggy episode, maybe with the exception of the second episode. Yeah. Um there were there just right. weren't many because like you can't really like Boba Fett really isn't an Easter egg, he's a character. That's like the funny thing about the show is sometimes yeah. you say Easter eggs like they're not like like Dark Troopers were an Easter egg two episodes ago. Now they're just characters. Um right. but I, I if you notice when uh Cardoon was going through the prisoners looking for Bill Burr there was a lineup of like four and that was actually, I don't know if people caught it. That was the four people that Mando beat up on Tatooine uh, when he was <laughs> leaving on his speeder bike. 
Uh, so I guess that implies that they're not dead. He didn't kill them, that they're just in wow. jail. Though the guy he dropped from the sky is absolutely dead. Like, but he yeah. was in the lineup, though. That's the funny he thing. He was, yeah. Yeah, but those, the, that was like, I don't know why. Some people thought Nick Frost was in it and that he's going to be in the next uh. episode. I don't I don't think that's Nick Frost. But some people are saying that and maybe he just looks different than I remember him. But mm. I know that those are the four from Tatooine. Which I thought was, that was a cool little nod that they're just like in jail now. After that's a good catch. That, yeah. that's really weird considering i didn't catch that what everything else i wrote about all those, <laughs> those people <laughs> no it's it's crazy to me the one he dropped from the sky not being dead is insane because that i mean that was <laughs> yeah he's that was his I, I at the time i thought that's mando's craziest kill he just dropped the guy out of the sky but yeah <laughs> jail. uh no that's a good catch I, I i wanted to do the whole stop and and do the arabesque thing and i was like uh I'll do it, james. james will do it that's yeah. what i thought in my head i said james is gonna do that <laughs> Yeah. Wait, which one? I did see like the, I said the, you'll be the one to translate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I saw I saw, you know, the Ponda Baba species and I was like, oh, let me ah, you know what? Just screw it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um uh Lacey, you're up, right? So what do you got? Yeah, um something I noticed towards the beginning of the episode were the blue butterflies that are up near that Jedi temple area which mm-hmm. have been seen in animation, they've been seen in other little shorts and stuff like that. Um, comic so yeah yep yeah when vader, vader meditates too, right? he meditates yeah, yeah with the with yeah. the blue butterfly he, and, and he plays with them at some point in another episode i know um the village do, yeah 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 they, yeah they do appear but during that as well there's another one i'll bring up sorry i'm going on a turn but no go this for one it. I know. <laughs> this one i don't i don't agree i don't agree with this one um, but for obvious reasons that won't surprise anyone, it did stir up Twitter, uh, was there's a lot of people that think, and I know they've thought this before because they heard it when they were watching the hologram of Dr. Pershing in the Carl Weathers episode, is they think Kylo Ren's theme was playing. Yes, oh, they keep yeah, saying yeah. that. It's not. I'm, it's a little off. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sh- – and then there was someone who did a really good slowed-down version of his of, – of whatever – I, I said today I'm going to try Grogu for a day. Uh, his theme, <laughs> his theme when he's he's stopping the incinerator stormtrooper, uh, it's that theme, and and that's that's the one. Like I was like, yeah, like I think that's just his theme. That sounds kind of similar to Kylo Ren's theme. Yeah, I don't think that's an egg. I, I think that's not what it is. I agree completely. Um, there's different variations they use in different octaves and instruments that Gorenson uses based on what the tone of the scene is. And if it's ominous, it sounds more like Kylo Ren because it's that mm-hmm. darker, slower, sinister version. And then there's the hopeful version where they use like French horns. It's, it's still that same theme. It just happens that it's a coincidentally similar sounding. So at, at best, you could say Gorenson ripped uh, Williams inadvertently. But I, it's, yeah. People thinking like Ben Solo is going to be the Jedi showing up to to the mountain out of out of sequence here is uh, wild. But uh, every yeah. time you bring up ominous tones, I think of forgetting Sarah Marshall every single time <laughs> where he's like in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> put a shovel through the screen. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's playing the Seinfeld like. Yeah, yeah. Um. The, so the other one I was going to bring up was uh, he does uh, Boba does the Jango Fett gun twirl uh, to reholster his blaster, yeah, which yeah, like, yeah, yeah. made me think of Attack of the Clones uh, in the arena like immediately. Um, so uh, that's the only other one I thought. Like, I agree with Jeff. I, uh, everything else would sort of be a reach. And I, I did one where I thought I saw something on 
the Razor Crest, which I'm still waiting to hear from Hal Hickel on uh, to be determined, <laughs> but I'm not going to bring that up here. Uh, but I don't know if you guys had any others. James, did you have any more? Um, just a, a couple of those translation things and I can, I can fly through them. Um, one of the, yeah, one of the species, one of those characters that was being held is being held on a planet called Garen four. Uh, if you look up Garen four, it's only been referenced in star Wars one time in a comic back in 1995. So it, it really made me feel like, Holy cow, man, they are, they keep track of this stuff, you know, <laughs> Someone out there is keeping track of these planets and stories. And they'll be like, you know what we haven't used in a while? You know, Garen four, <laughs> like, holy crap, man. That you just come up mix. with a name, but they don't do it. They just, they pull from stuff. Um, right. One of the, uh, I don't really do species. Like you mentioned the Ponda Baba thing. I, I think species have kind of worn itself out as they appear through the thing. Um, but one of them was a Tuscan Raider and that particular criminal is being held on sunspot prison right now, uh, which is a rebel prison from the comics. Um, and it obviously connected with, uh, um, Dr. Afra, the, the audio book as well, but sunspot prison wow. is really cool. Like the uh, visually it's like really awesome. It's near this giant sun. It's cool. Um, last one is that one of the other inmates is being held at Wabani penitentiary. Um, oh, okay. which more people will probably recognize that from Rogue One right? Um, being a place that was also kind of like uh, the uh, like a rebel um, uh, camp for, you know, people that had uh, been related to the Empire and were being stuck kind of in the spot for a while. Nice. So, yeah. Um, yeah. A couple of those that I thought were kind of fun. Solid. Jeff, you're out, right? Yeah, I, I just again, it's it's like you could just start listing boba things but that's the episode right so yeah. it's yeah yeah i mean uh, i mean again i don't i don't know I, the transports <laughs> were probably the first um the first sign of a transition to first order though the transports were very similar to the ones we see at the beginning of the force awakens yeah, yeah and then the shots look like rise of skywalker too like yeah, when so that was like the first little, and stuff yeah first little clue that moff gideon probably f- fairly integral in, in the transition of the first order um nice. that again other than that but it, it was it was it was boba i mean boba was yeah boba was uh, a king. character named ahsoka got yeah. a mention uh she's from the animated <laughs> series right yeah, yeah. <laughs> um lacy you have uh, any others are you good no nah, i'm good yeah i mean I, oh I we didn't too. do uh we didn't do the the one that was that i was talking about on twitter um i looked up one of the characters uh whose name was Byron Redbin. And immediately as I typed it in, Google's like, oh, you're talking about Brian Redbin, the comedian. And I'm like, the comedian? I was like, I look at him. I'm like, oh, he looks similar to this image. That looks like it's the guy. And then I looked at his profile on Twitter and it's uh, it's in his profile. He wrote Easter egg. What a scavenger (laughs) hunt. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, he wrote Easter egg. And I don't know how long that's been there, but I was like, this this guy is clearly a comedian, and we've seen lots of comedians be cast in the show. Um, I'm sure there's some connection here. He has a lot of history with Joe Rogan and stuff. Not that that's whatever, but that's kind of who he is. Um, And uh, yeah, I wrote him and I said, hey, is this you? And he's like... (laughs) basically he's like yes that's me so i felt i felt kind of special that i was like the first person to notice that or point that out um when there's this he like, called you like rebel scum celebrity. or something 
Yeah, we went back and forth for a while. Actually, yeah. I, we're DMing each other now. He's moving to Austin. <laughs> Going to dinner. He says he wants to come yeah. on the show sometime. So, yeah. Right. Maybe things are happening, right. guys. Easter egg. Our first, That's our first so Easter funny. That is such a yeah. flex. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we'll get into the uh, Mando code here before we get into our uh, just general chat about the episode. Uh, so the Mando code is our season-long giveaway contest. I've been revealing a new number on each episode and on our season recap show, we're going to reveal the final number and how to submit your guesses to win the bounty. And the grand prize is a limited edition Mandalorian box. Thanks to our friends at jewelrybrands.shop, which includes Werner Herzog's Empire Medallion Necklace, the uh, Mandalorian Skull Necklace that Grogu wears, uh, a brick of Beskar steel, and it's a limited amount. So only a certain amount are being made of those and you could win one. So be sure to follow them on Twitter at jewelry underscore brands. And if you want to buy something from their store, use TRB at checkout for 10% off. Uh, they have a bunch of Marvel stuff, Star Wars stuff. And when you think jewelry, it's not just, you know, jewelry, jewelry. It's a lot of cool mm-hmm. stuff. They have like light up pins of the Millennium Falcon. A lot of cool stuff over there. So go check mm-hmm. them out. Like um, the winners also... Right, right. And the winner will also receive a supersized Funko of Grogu and a Mando Fan Show Season 2 shirt. And we're adding a prize this week, the Mission Fleet, Mandalorian and the Child Battle for the Bounty that Lacey's holding up right now. Uh, So so I I hope you have the first five numbers. If not, go back and watch or listen to the previous episodes. Uh, But this week's number, the sixth number in the Mando code is 14. So jot that down, save it where you have to save it, and then... Uh, hold on to that for a season recap. So good luck to all of you. And we do uh, have some super chats. All right, yeah, let's run through those. Yeah. So the first one is from Luke, but he didn't say anything. So Luke, if you follow up with what you wanted to say, I'll try it. Thank you. What? It might be Pepto. Yeah. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Thank you, Luke. (laughs) Hold on, I'm trying to find him. We have Christian Morales. Hey, Christian. Hey. So he said, I'd love to point out that the Mando Fan Show is growing. Every live episode gets more views. Congrats, guys. Thank you, Christian. You're the man. Appreciate that. Thank buddy. you. Scrolling. That's because Jeff. Scrolling. <laughs> I know. It's all Jeff. Christian, today, he, he was at work, and he does pretty blue-collar work, and he was wearing one of our virtual cantina shirts under his like gear, and he posted a photo in our chat. So it was cool. Very cool. Um, we had another comment from Bethany who said, uh, this is for Lacey getting, being right about Fennec Shand. <laughs> so I'm trying to find it, but I know she said it, but yeah, we can move forward until I find it. So yeah. people are okay. really chatty tonight. Good. That's good. Um, all right. So, uh, just bef- to warm up the engines and talking about this in general, uh, favorite shot or moment of the episode. So Jeff, did you have a single moment or shot of this episode? You're like, man, that's the one, that's the one I would put on my wallpaper or whatever um hmm, tough yeah there i don't want to go with with the with the, with the obvious one of, of him rolling in uh gosh that's tough because it did look it was so it's so fast paced i would say <laughs> my, my favorite thing that that boba did was probably shove his the rock on his arm into the chest of stormtrooper and like kind of blast him away that way. Oh yeah. yeah, Shooting him. I, I just, I, I thought that was neat. I thought that was, that was a pretty cool kill. Cause he had a bunch of cool, uh, they're deaf. Those are kills. Absolutely kills. Um, yes. uh, yeah. With the gaffy stick, but it was, uh, I thought that with the, with the rocket on his, on his arm, like into the chest. I thought that was, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, he got, he is it kind of like a, a headlock? Yeah, it was kind of like a Dragon Ball move. Like he posed, and then it's like boom, like blast. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he had some brutal kills. And like you say, like this isn't a Fennec Shan situation. Those guys are gone. Absolutely. Face yeah. smashed. And yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> it was very Robert Rod. I mean, the whole thing is super, uh, and I'm not a huge Robert Rodriguez fan. I like some of his movies, um, but you, it was, if you knew he was directing an episode and you were like, all right, which one is it? You knew very quickly on right. that he was directing this one. It just had, it had that grindhouse feel and look to it. Uh, which is cool. Like that's, I will say, I feel like this season, my own, it's not a complaint, but it, it lost a little more of like the individual touches from directors that last season did. I thought almost every episode kind of had that different style to it. Rick Femuids for sure, which I think he's doing next week's because I, yeah. I don't know if he'll get the finale, which I don't know if we know who's getting the finale. I'd imagine maybe Favreau or do Filoni again. Um, mm-hmm. But this one had, I think, easily the most distinct and unique feel out of any of the episodes. And, and again, I'll use the word appreciate. Like I, I appreciate that. Like that's part of what I like about the show that we can have that different thing. And again, not always my favorite style, but for this, it, it attempts to like, I, I was skeptical, but it, it Robert Rodriguez style worked for, for star Wars. It, it was, it was pretty awesome. No question. And he was a last minute replacement as he recently revealed. Yeah. And there's speculation. Yeah. It was supposed to be mangled and all this sort of stuff. So uh he, yeah without a doubt put his mark on it um lacy uh this kind of feeds right into your favorite shot right yeah before that can we run through a couple super chats so i don't lose them <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah absolutely okay. first we have uh luke who's back. back okay yeah this is count pepto reporting in yeah <laughs> john are you satisfied with fet fet demption yes i am i'm gonna get into that in just a minute without a doubt uh boba's got a dad bod <laughs> he does and that also hits right here uh 2020 has been rough on me uh daddy fett wasn't Tamara morrison great i mean yeah I, i'll i'll speak on that in just a minute no question yeah uh lando c my favorite moment little grogu doing his best rogue one vader impersonation with the troopers in the cell oh yeah, yeah you're not kidding the hulk hogan smashed their heads pick. together thing yeah uh matt talent so to finish what boba said about being a simple man just like my father before me straight from return of the jedi i didn't even think about that that's a good pull that's a good call too. call back to um uh luke yeah michael moore said beth and i have to watch the episode after work every night before 8 30 so we can watch the mando fan show we love you guys michael <laughs> thank you man i hope your running pants <laughs> are being used and you're and you're doing well thank you buddy running pants what yeah, yeah remember one of our one of our chats he was talking about his like wind pants. <laughs> I'll never forget him talking about that. <laughs> I Okay, I, that's it for I, now. I apologize if I missed anybody. It's not on purpose, I promise. I laugh every single time I see that picture that's on the internet of the family that's in the pink windbreakers and the caption says the wind never stood a chance. Have you guys ever seen that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're completely covered head to toe in the wind, pink windbreakers. <laughs> um all right oh we have another one okay sweet star wars delight playing off y'all's boba fetish from the other day yeah boba had a fetish for bashing some stormtroopers heads yeah (laughs) as jeff Jeff just said those guys are not around anymore absolutely Um, okay that's it all right that's last one lacy you had a favorite moment i'm sure what was it Yes. So my favorite moment is similar to Jeff's. Um, It's the kind of reveal of Boba Fett. And like Jeff said, it's very Robert Rodriguez. It's like a low Dutch Mm -hmm. angle shot where he smacks him and then they cut on the action to him smash. Like they shoot him from above, like kind of behind. And then they cut with the action to below with a Dutch angle, which is like so like 
Robert Rodriguez. Uh, and it was just so perfect. I watched that yeah. specific sequence like so many times. And I just love like just the action of it. It's just so s- smooth. It's awesome. Yeah. They could have easily, like, someone probably did already, like just slap an Ennio Morricone track right over that entrance. And it's just. <laughs> it's so good. And just the it's way. Western. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, I was, you know, I'm glad you picked that one because I was going to. No, I feel like this is gonna be a very Boba Fett heavy favorite moment type of thing because he just wrecked um, house. It was so great. I love that yeah. we keep getting sequences of people just murdering people. I don't know yeah. why. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Boba Fett's <laughs> like I'm I'm overrated. I'll show you overrated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> James, favorite moment or shot? Uh, I'm breaking it. Uh, Grogu. Uh, favorite shot was Grogu in the uh, on top of the thing in in trance state. Like mm-hmm. anytime they showed him in that position. Um, Locking his I just fingers. felt, yeah, yeah like, or just fingers. the one side too. I tried to look into that a little bit to see if there was like a, a meditation, like when one hand is not and the other one is holding and stuff. But he's only got three fingers, so there. I I was like, there's so many different versions of which finger you're supposed to be holding and stuff. I was like, you can't the really pull a connection like, give from me that. a break. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, but but the way that it, he like was locked in and they had this like stream coming up and i just could feel there was something very supernatural and powerful happening here and it was like for a moment he was the center of the galaxy and stuff and i i was more pulled into what was happening there and like mando trying to get to him um Mm -hmm. than than i was by far on just beating up all these stormtroopers i we'll, we'll get to it but like I wasn't a, a huge fan of all that. <laughs> well, we'll get to it. I'm I'm glad yeah. you said that, James, because mine is the most egregious, I guess, on the opposite <laughs> of what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, my favorite moment is when Boba Fett uses his jetpack to blow up the transports. And <laughs> yeah. It's it's so slow. It's just like, is it? Is it? Got him. And then got him. And they both just explode. And then Mando rolls up and he's like, great shot. And he's like, I was aiming for the other one. I, I love that line. When he's, yeah, he's got a sense of humor. He's got a couple <laughs> jokes. Yeah. yeah. I, I was I, kind of surprised that, and this, like, not a complaint, but in terms of, like, just, this is just pure, like, super fans and, like, wanting the Easter eggs and the, and the fan service. I was surprised they wasted the jetpack fire with Timothy Oliphant, with Cobb. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, this one was great. I was very, it was cool to see actual Boba Fett do it. But I was surprised because when when they did it, that's actually one of the biggest reasons I thought we wouldn't see him in this this season is because I'm like, oh, well, they did a lot of the cool Boba Fett stuff. They would have waited if Boba Fett was actually going to show up with the armor. So I was kind of surprised, but it was still cool to see. But I, it was one of those ones where they are very selective at showing certain things to pay off. And I was like, oh, they kind of they kind of jumped the gun on that. Well, I'm intentional, I'm sure. But I was I was a little surprised they, by yeah. that. Yeah. They said, um, I see your jetpack and raise you a knee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. They, that, that, that was enough for me. So <laughs> this, you know, has, this you know Hasbro's of, making the knee missiles or knee. Yes. Yeah. 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 This shot was definitely better than anything that Timothy Oliphant did. but it was taken a different way because we'd already seen it. Mm-hmm. Like I wish that was the shot, this. the way they crash into each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's kind of <laughs> weird. 
If you forget to lean forward, do you just get blasted in the skull? <laughs> yeah, you do. It is a very lame up. movement. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Someone was saying it's because the old Boba Fett action figure had, had to bend over, like that, and you had to like bend it over. <laughs> yeah, so you probably, did. Yeah, it's probably John Favreau no. being like, "I am literally playing with. I'm not kidding with you, people. When I say this is me playing with my toys, you had to bend <laughs> the figure over. Like watching Gallery, he like talks about that. You had to bend the figure over, and he like reaches out with his hand to like tell someone he's still talking. And uh, I can't wait. Um, all right, so let's just talk about. The uh, chapter in general, uh, we obviously uh, hit on our big beats here. Um, but first, we have Freezy2324 said, Luke has got to show up at some point, right? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Jeff, so where, where are you at? Yeah. Where are you at with that? Do you, would you want to see like Luke in this type of show? I hit Mark Hamill tweeting about it almost confirmed completely for me that he's not in this. Oh, what did he say? I didn't see that. He said, like, my predictions for Mandalorian. He said something show something, something, and then Luke shows up. And I think that was that's Mark Hamill having fun with people. Right. I just don't I I don't I know people they love the Sebastian Stan concept, and Sebastian Stan will play cool young Luke, and I would love to see that one day. Um I I just don't I I could I could see it maybe like as a small nod or mention, but it ju- it just doesn't add up for me. I don't know why it just maybe next season, but this season, it just doesn't add up for me. I, I think not to get jumped to the end of the episode at the end of the season, but I still am very firm on the idea that it's Ezra Bridger that they're referring to because it just like the math doesn't make sense for it to not be him. Like it just, you're naming all the characters associated with Ezra Bridger. You name Thrawn, you have a Soki, a book 10. I assume we're going to see Sabine at some point. Like it just like, why would it not be (laughs) Ezra? It just wouldn't, that wouldn't make any sense. Good pick. Now it doesn't have to make sense because they're not making the show. And I know that's been the kind of the debate the last couple episodes, like, is the show veering a little towards the fans more than where it was split down the middle. But I still think this episode is a good example of like, they're still trying to make sure everyone loves it, no matter how much you know about star Wars. And I still think oh, yeah. they did a decent job with the Ahsoka episode, but for, for, so I guess they don't have to make it Ezra, but the story beats are there. I, Luke would just be again, maybe next season, but for now, I don't know. That'd be weird. For, for me, the Luke thing is um, just the fear of the fan baggage. And like mm-hmm. fans had a problem when you had the actual actor come back as Luke. I I don't even want to know what it would be like if they recast him and people don't like it or it's. Well, like, if it's it, not it Sebastian just... Stan, like that's the only person people even remotely somewhat right. agree on. <laughs> right. I, I throw Steve Buscemi out there. Um, but if not him, you have to go Sebastian Stan. And that's people, yeah, people would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, all right, Lu- uh, Lucian Starkiller, least favorite shot. The Imperial Cruiser in hyperspace did not look good. Probably the this worst. This was a big debate. Series was huh, it really mm. online? Yeah, people were debating the special effects. I thought they were personally great. I think they did a really mm. good job. But well, yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, it was like Gro- Grogu. I me- I meant to mention. Um, when we were talking about him meditating, that was the most CGI he's been. Yes. In this series, because there was, there was, it was, it was the most shots of him doing drastic movements. Which drastic and when he looked him. at the dark troopers too, there was a moment where he turns around and looks yeah. and you're like, Oh, this is so CG. It, yeah. was, it, it mm. looked, it looked fine, I, but it, yeah. it was the least puppety that he, that he has looked and it. It stuck out to me on second watch and it, it, I, it looked actually pretty good, but it yeah. was when, when he's such a puppet, 
and such a little character, like real life physical thing. It's it's still no matter how hard they try, it is noticeable. It's so we, funny that we're so forgiving with puppets. Like we're like, oh, it's a puppet. There's yeah. people working it, but yeah. like CG, we're like, how dare they not make this yeah. look realistic? <laughs> I mean, we we might we might get to that, but like Robert Rodriguez in general just has his own kind of version of special effects and. I have never been a fan of Robert Rodriguez and that led into this too. As I was sitting there, I'm like, something feels weird about this. And actually midway through the episode, I thought to myself, this is probably the first time I'm going to have to mention that I don't like the director. I did. I did. I don't like how this is. This episode is being played out. And then when we got to the end and it was Robert Rodriguez, I go, Oh, that is self-confirming because I already knew I didn't much care for his direction. Uh, yeah it's it's that lower budget grindhouse look and it was very it was it was very clear during the stormtrooper fight and we had a couple of our fans our audience noted that they're like there was just something off about it Um, it was the first time the show felt tv to me which is funny because like that's definitely his intention well, it's it's yeah. felt yeah. like it was a movie that was that has been brought to, you know, streaming and stuff like that. But it has that movie quality to me. But this was the first time I said this feels like Star Wars television. And I think that's because I don't know. Another thing, too, is like there was a leak. What? Eight months ago, 11 months ago about stormtroopers yeah. yeah. in a in a rocky area. And everybody was yeah, like, oh, it's just it a fan yeah. film. You guys remember that? And this was clearly that. And I was like, man, this is weird. So it's like they're shooting outside of the volume. And I don't know how often they do that, but maybe that like threw something a little bit. Um, And we're all saying, oh, that's just a fan film. And then I'm watching it and I'm like, something feels weird to me about this episode. Yeah, I don't know. Just there's a lot that went into that. I still I, liked it. Don't get me everyone's wrong. Everyone's talking about but... Spy Kids in the chat right now. Yeah, I, I was... can't stand Spy Kids, man. <laughs> I was talking to. <laughs> um, I was talking to Darby, one of uh, one of our writers for Star Wars Newsnet today, and and I agreed with him. He said that the, a lot of the fight scenes, while I love them, I'll agree they did remind me of like the fight scenes in like um, Power Rangers, like just like let's yeah. go to a. Let's go to a California desert somewhere and just have these people yeah. kicking each other and that sort of thing. Which, which, like you say, Jeff, to your point, the intention is there. Yeah, it like it, it definitely is, and that's not like like I know there's a lot of people who like that style, but it, that's that is just what you get with him. And and I I like that to an extent because again, I I do think that the unique touches of the different directors is what's made this so so enjoyable to me that it has <laughs> a different feel. We got that. I mean, that's the original. That's George to Irving Kurt. Like that's. We've had yeah. that in Star Wars, and, and that's what yeah. I enjoy about it. But there's an there's an element to where, like, I gave it an eight point five, and while I like the episode, like, it's not exactly my favorite style. Like, it isn't. It it's nothing I I gravitate to that much. Like, I, I like I I like Alita from Dust Till Dawn. Like, I don't hate Spy Kids. I, I'm not I'm not a Spy <laughs> Kids hater. I can't say that, but it's not like Machete. Like those aren't my. <laughs> favorite like he's not my favorite director in that sense so um yeah it's it's i think it's one of those things too where it's not like it's oh they didn't have the budget for this episode i think it's that's right. how it's supposed yeah, to yeah, look yeah, and yeah, you yeah. may right. not love it right yeah uh the kind awaken star wars news and reports suggest rodriguez may have replaced mangold what do you think yeah we i i almost took that out of that article uh because it's very speculative but there was like Black Series Rebels were the ones who reported that Rodriguez was directing and they said Mangold 100%. was involved. Yeah. So 
Maybe. He was involved with that Boba Fett movie. There's a lot of, well, there's smoke, there's fire, but yeah, you're it's very possible. Tarantino to do a Mando episode. Who knows? I would no, love I don't yes, want that. I, that recently. I, would love, I would love that. Are you kidding me? That'd be amazing. He's still fighting over doing Star Trek, so I don't know. Just to see the behind-the-scenes yeah, making yeah, of that episode would be unbelievable. <laughs> the gallery um, episode, everyone's just like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> Just Tarantino beating up like scoopers who were in the trees with their cameras. Just like, get out, get off my set. Like, uh, that'd be worth it alone. Um, so I I really did, did like this episode. The only thing in terms of a vibe or feeling for me that didn't give it a nine or above was it's, and I don't know if this analogy is going to hit, but it felt like a waiting room episode. Like I was, I feel like it was always at the beginning of the episode. And in terms of how we we went right there and we kind of stayed there. It's like when you go to like a bar and it's a very small bar and you're like, well, this is the, the entryway to the real bar. And you're like, no, this is just it. The, everything you're in, this is it. Uh, so I felt I kept wanting to go to the next step and maybe that's the next chapter. And then I also feel that way about Moff Gideon. I'm like, he's always there and he's always this foreboding, uh, powerful, uh, overbearing presence, but he's not doing anything. I'm waiting for him to do something. Uh, so I think it's that anticipation that kind of held me back in this episode. But with that said, I still, I still really, really liked it. And mm -hmm. to my main point is Fett Demption is real. Like this was, we've Boba Fett's been around for forty-two years, and this was the most best Boba Fett we've ever seen. And I usually am not a person who gets uh impressed because i you know i expect a lot from star wars i was like way over impressed by what we got out of him even if he like whether he showed up or not like mask off doing a lot of heavy action like i was expecting very casual boba fett stuff and i didn't wow, expect did it at all bring. again oh really <laughs> i thought i all. thought that was gonna be the running theme as i thought we were gonna get a tease last season a little more tease this season all we're hearing about is the filming of this spin-off series so i was like wow yeah. i mean that, yeah that's and actually it, it, i was i was i was happy because one of my worries uh was that and like i love the direction of the show but i was worried that it was just going to be teasing a bunch of spinoffs and we wouldn't get paid right. off and that was kind of my concern with Ahsoka. I'm like, man, I'd be bummed if we didn't get Ahsoka again this season. Because some people said, like, well, maybe we don't get Bo, maybe we don't get Ahsoka. I think we will now um, definitely see Ahsoka uh, or, or even just a little bit, if not like a full episode, uh, the rest of the way. So I, I was so I, again, and, and I mean, I'm not like a Boba hater because I love Boba Fett growing up, but. Mm -hmm. Very low bar to clear to make Boba Fett cool. He hasn't done anything. <laughs> right? I mean, Agreed. I agree. Just there, there wasn't much, and they cleared it. And to your your point, they cleared it rather high too. Like he he kind of blew that away a bit for me. I did, I did a lot more than I would have expected. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. do have. Like yeah, I do. Ha so we have one super chat first of all, which is from Christian Morales. Who said, "Is John confirmed to have a fetish?" I, I think I do. I think I'm on board. I always <laughs> called I, I always called him overrated. Uh, and, but I said in our recent episode on TRB, I, I'm open to Fett Demption. <laughs> All the play on words with Fett you want to throw out there. Yes. I mean, give me more of Tamara Morrison doing this sort of stuff. It worked. And I really liked it. So, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Uh, there was one thing about the episode I didn't like. And that was that they blew up the Razor Crest. <laughs> Like they didn't just got, disable you got it. For, you got they, heat for that this morning. I know. I totally <laughs> did. 
And the thing is, is I try my hardest not to post spoilers. I really do, guys. I, I don't want to give things away. I want to give people the right to do. But I really wanted to know how the HasLab backers were feeling after they paid $349 for the Razor Crest. And it literally does not exist anymore. I don't know what I would do if that happened to the Millennium Falcon, personally. Like, if they blew up the Millennium Falcon like that, where it's just a pit in the ground. I would I would throw up if they did that. <laughs> Yeah, we, we know they never up. would do that, and that is why we were so sure they were never going to do that with the Razor Crest too, because it's it's his other piece, you know. It's yeah, it's it, yeah. You, you get the you get the action figures, but you save up for the the, the big piece and that like, it comes with, you know. Like like Jeff said about the stormtroopers, those guys are dead. The Razor Crest is gone. Yeah, it's done. Well, you so, tweeted. You're <laughs> tweeting today. I, I don't know. That was Taylor Swift with the sign from Love Story that says, You okay? And I just said, Haslab backers, you okay? And people were like, How dare you? This is so mean. I was like, It's not. Like, I genuinely want to know if you're okay. And John, you had a tweet, and I don't, I'll follow up now and wonder if you were talking about what I think you were. You talked about you were worried for the characters. Yeah. Like, you actually thought they were, like, as in they were in danger in the episode. Yeah, 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 and I that that's why I actually I like that they blew it up because we fixed it every episode and yeah, like this was another one where you're like, oh, they're in trouble, and then uh, okay, they got out of it, which is right. right I like that. That's fine. It's it's been yeah. fun, but you got to give me a little sense. You know, you you blow up IG Eleven last year. You got to give me a little sense earlier this time, and I thought that was a good way to do it. It's like, all right, well, not everything's gonna be gonna be good to go here like we're it's there's gonna be you're gonna lose some things that i think we may lose some characters we like uh so blowing that up and not just blow i mean they actually the knob and, and that and the beskar uh staff and that was it yeah yeah um oh there's bethany she wrote me regarding boba i've been in this fight since i was six years old and people are commenting that i didn't say the the kind of vacants. So I'm sorry. Uh, you have that. to say it that way. People yeah. got me. Um, they actually, um, they got yeah. me twice on that Razor Crest blow up because I watched it the first time. Obviously, I don't know what's going to happen. And I was shocked, right? Uh, the second time I was watching the episode, I saw the blaster come from the sky and I was like, Oh, that's right. Was uh, where's that gonna go? Is that Baby Yoda? What's going on here? And then it, it like cuts <laughs> the scene and blows up again. And I was like, Oh my god, I forgot about that. I said yeah. live too when it went through because it, it goes through the clouds and then it goes through the canyon. And I said to myself, yeah. like, Oh, they missed. <laughs> and then they, didn't. Yeah, <laughs> they did not. not. <laughs> yeah. But I knew he was gonna find that little knob. You knew that was gonna yeah. happen as soon as you went over there. You're like, Okay, he's gonna dig up the little knob. Yeah. Well, the knob and, and, the knob came with the with the sideshow collectible, so that thing wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> right. it, it's you more than a it. knob at this point. It's uh, it's the bond between them. Yeah, um, but zero's gone, so no more translations from Frog League. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. And what's and what's his name? The actor. No more of him now. That's. Boy, I didn't think about that at all. Actually, <laughs> actually, that's funny you say that because I tried to think for our breakdown this morning. Like, what does he? What did he lose from that ship? I go. Oh, I guess nothing. Like he. Like his the space toilet. Stuff. Yeah, the his toilet. gun. His carbon freeze. Gone. Oh, his gun. That's a good his point. His gun is gone. Yeah, and he didn't get his jetpack either, by the way. That was not on his back at the end of the episode, which that I don't understand. It was really weird. 
I thought they just explained that away a little bit. Like the second time I was watching mm. it, I was like, he makes him take it off. Oh, that's so he can't fly up to save Grogu. That's why they wrote that part in. Yeah, it was. It was Favreau. Cool. He's a smart guy, that John Favreau. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know it... if he has it on, on Slave One or not, but he doesn't have it talking to mm-hmm. Cardoon at the end. So, uh, which is that's a odd. couple. Like, a couple of the yeah. negotiations in this episode I thought were, were weird. Like some of the lines back and forth, like why people were so like, I'm going to kill you. Oh, well, never mind. I guess we're friends, you know? And also like at the end, like Boba Fett and Fennec Shane are both like, Oh, we made a deal. And so then I was like, Oh, okay. So then I'm, I'm going to on the second watch, I'm going to pay attention to the deal. And Mandalorian never agrees to that deal. <laughs> So yeah. it was weird that at the end they were like, no, we owe you our lives. Remember the deal? Remember? It's because he yeah. came back down. He didn't leave them there. He came back down to help them. I fe- I also feel like that's very a Western thing. It's like, I'm going to kill you, but we're going to go have a drink together first. <laughs> that that kind of that's I there was a callback and I'm not the only one to point this out because I know I saw this in a bunch of other places is that Boba in Clone Wars is told by Hondo to honor and to do an honorable thing with Plo Koon after he is uh, abandoned by Aura Singh and gives Plo Koon information. And Hondo says, like, your father would have done this. Like, your father Ooh. would have had that honor. So, and again, as long as Dave Filoni's involved, I just think he's going to probably That's go back a, to Clone What a pull. What, yeah. What, wow. Yeah. Good, you I know, there, just there's... watched that, that episode recently. So that was that was good Ooh. timing on my part because I would not have remembered that. But that oh, is that, absolutely... I was going to say, you must you you are a Clone Wars nerd if you pull no, that. That was luck because there are there are definitely Clone Wars nerds who, who had that way before me. But I had remembered that. And, and so I think that, you know, that adds a little character to Boba because we don't know Boba since right, he yeah. was a kid in, in Clone Wars, basically. So yeah, so yeah. there's a little bit of nerd here and probably digging too much but also a little bit of ignorance and i i'm listening to the end and he says this armor has been in my name for 25 years and i'm like all right so it's 9 aby that puts a 16 bby which is after the clone wars was when that armor was signified to his name and i'm like when did boba get his armor and then i was kind of i was thinking for a little bit that it was like Django's armor that had been rebuilt, but I don't, I don't necessarily think that's the case. Cause also in Clone Wars, it he blows up. Well, he blows up Django Fett's helmet in the Clone Wars and that's like canon canon. But then there's an, there's an uncanon like deleted scene where Cad Bane shoots him and he's wearing the, the Boba colored armor and that's he how he gets dead. the dent. But here's the thing. He also, uh, that doesn't happen now because that's Beskar and blazer bullets are deflected off of Beskar. So that wouldn't have happened, but it also didn't happen because like I'm saying, it doesn't line up with when he got this armor or somehow, I don't know. It's confusing. Are you I, challenging very, Dave Filoni? Are you challenging? No, I, I'm lost in this thing. I mean, it, <laughs> because that scene kind of didn't happen now, because we now know that it's deflected off of Beskar. Yeah. Um, it also points to like Cad Bane didn't necessarily, he wasn't killed by Boba Fett and other things that we kind of assume were canon because they were part of this story. They're mm-hmm. kind of, in a way, I think they're kind of making this that scene not canon. Um now but i don't know 25 years was a weird number to me why why did he say i this armor has been transcribed in my name for 25 years and i'm like that's a weird number 
Well, armor and helmet, I separate. So maybe the armor was Django's and the helmet was different. He's like, I don't want to wear the helmet that had my dad's head in it. Like literally just his head. Well, like I said, the, in, in Clone Wars, he uses that helmet. He sets it down. Anakin <clears throat> picks it up, and then there's a bomb on the inside. He used it as like a decoy you know to you, lure you know what's good Mace too, Window with the, to the bomb. With, with the armor, you don't have to go for alterations. You're a clone. You just put it on. True. <laughs> yeah. Very true. I don't know. If anybody wants to comment on on what, what the rabbit hole that I'm going down with the 25 years, <laughs> please do. I just I started go down that route and I was like, I, I don't know exactly where I'm, I'm blowing up. Thirty five. Thirty five seems more right to me. But twenty five is weird. We do What's have up? some super chats, actually. Let's fire away. So first, Chris White gave us nothing. So thank you, first of well, all. But then us- he replied yeah. with this. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, no Din is pissed. Kara is pissed. Breaking out Mayfeld, Boba Fett, and Fennec helping. Kind of like Wyatt Earp and Tombstone. Tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me. Western vibe. Oh, I like that, Chris. That's a good That's a good tie. I like that. Sith Gorilla. Uh, cool profile pick with Maul. Landscape felt Earth-like. And, oh, it's SoCal. And also, uh, the Stormtrooper used a mortar. Kind of pulled me out of the episode. Still some cool moments, though. They <laughs> did use a mortar. That was a weird trooper. It almost looked like a clone trooper with the yellow... Uh, um framing but i like that uh i'll go ahead with this one alex moylan uh could it be that boba grew into the armor 25 years ago yeah that's a decent guess yeah that might that might be that that might be your answer he was he was a a wee lad in clone wars for much (laughs) of it so 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 at some point for a while yeah he carried it, but he said, I'm going to start wearing this at one point, in which case he transcribes it over to himself. Alex, he puts his name point. in the log. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty good guess. I yeah, be, I, I, I like um, I like uh, how this season is also shaping up. This is kind of a, a, a Dragon Ball trope, a second Dragon Ball reference to. But, but Goku, the main character, always has enemies and throughout the series he always makes friends of those enemies they later in turn become allies to him and i like how mandalorian is kind of doing that too he's he's had many people be against him and as the as the seasons go on as the episodes go on they continue to understand where he's coming from and why he's doing it and now he's like i gotta bust out mayfeld you know and it's like very clear enemies and he's gathering up a group of people. You know, he's got Grief Karga, Cara Dune, um, uh, now Boba Fett as well. Um, um, uh, I can't think of his name, but uh, yeah, we're Cobb Vanth. Yeah, is another one. Yeah, just he's adding this list of people who were once enemies and now they're becoming friends. And when they go up against that big enemy, it's always this really cool epic battle. And you could see all the arcs and stuff. Yeah, I, I love the way it's shaping up. It's gonna be like the. End I'm of, excited uh, for Bill Burr again. <laughs> yes, but he wasn't it. in it. He 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 was pulling some strings there a little bit. <laughs> He's such a liar. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love that Car- Cara Dune's like I can't see those stripes there. They got laws, and he's like, Yeah, they got they got they got Go- Grogu, and she's like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what laws? <laughs> I don't know who Grogu is, but I'm in. <laughs> Um, all right, so why don't we briefly speculate on what what we think is going to happen next week before we get out of here, um, uh, Jeff? Where do where do you think we're going? Like, what what's the deal with uh, you know Baby Yoda using dark side stuff? What's going on with Moff Gideon? Do you have any speculation on next week? I that's tough. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know where the next one goes. I think I 
I'm fairly confident, and I, and I will say I am a Grand Admiral Thrawn super fan. I'll hold up my my <laughs> Kenner toy from when I was a kid. Expanded universe nice. Kenner. It's my. Fa- I actually I pulled down the Dark Trooper, and it's not. It's the Space Trooper. I thought I had it up on the top shelf, and I'm not getting on a stool to get it. I'm not. Maybe next year I'll bring it down for season three. But I thought I had my Dark Trooper one on like a more accessible shelf. But I'm a huge, huge Thrawn fan. So that made And me he'll say that till he's blue in the face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thrawn, Thrawn, <laughs> I grew up like Thrawn trilogy. I loved it. Um, I do think he's the last thing we're going to we're going to see in this season. I think like Ooh. he's going to be the this season's dark saber next week. Uh, I, I will say next week we we encounter i think bo-katan again i think I, i'll say I, I i think we see bo-katan again i think potentially sabine those the sabine thing is really tough to pin down especially with feloni's comments about the monologue at the end of is it an epilogue or a prologue what's the end is that, that's an epilogue right epilogue yeah yeah that being yes. him not confirming if that is before or after Mandalorian, because it definitely takes place after Jedi, because he mentions Harrison Dula fought in sure, the, the yeah. Battle of Endor. So she had I, the son, yeah. I think I do think we see that, and I also, and I'll give you one more. I think if we see Captain Rex, which I'm not convinced we will, I think we do see that next week. I think we, if we did, we would see it next week, which will be that, which which is the toughest thing for them to tackle. For them to have to, though they made, I will say they did give Boba quite a few scars, so he would look significantly different, I'm sure, than Rex. Uh, but that would be a tough one. He's a, he's a bigger guy too, has a beard, so it may not be that crazy. But to have for for people who may not be star, like huge Star Wars fans to see the same guy, they'll be like, wait yeah. a second, what what are we looking at here? Um, Tamir Morrison's uh, like, pay me, yeah. I've, yeah, I I still and with like the Jedi thing, I just don't know. So I'll say, I'll say, I I think I think Bo-Katan makes makes her return with the dark saber coming out too. It kind of makes sense for her. I think she will appear before the last episode. I think they're going to give her a little more time. Nice. Do Do you have any guesses on who uh, he's being used as a donor for? If it If anyone ha- specific- has to be the Emperor. Like it, it so just, you think the big tie-in's coming? Okay. Yeah, I just yeah. and I'm like unlike the Luke thing, which would be a little like I think this early on a little bit of a leap. I mean, the Emperor thing just makes it makes a hell of a lot of sense. It does. It does. It just. And they also say the Empire's back, or they didn't. They never left, or whatever. Yeah, it. He, and he like, says I, they're back. Yeah. I think yeah. that's cool. Like I, I actually I like that. Like I like that. Now if we if like we see Snoke and Snoke was just lurking there for like 30 year or 20 years, like then I'll be like, all right, maybe we rushed they <laughs> were a little far down the line, folks, maybe, but I do think <laughs> but I'm not sure you'll get the Empire the Emperor answer this season either, though. That seems it it seems like there's a lot we we answers the wrong word. Answers like Watchmen. Like Watchmen, I wanted things answered. Like there's things we want to see that we know we may eventually get to. I think it's a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so I, I would imagine we may not get that. I think the the Jedi and Thrawn, which obviously I think Ezra and Thrawn are going to be kind of the big things we see at the end of this season. You think well, it's Pierce yeah, Brosnan? I mean, <laughs> that'd be that would be. I mean, they they got they got they just got to let Mickelson do it. Like he was so good. That would, I agree. Rebels. I agree. Like I you just that. that's the voice to me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I forget what I was going to say. Well, do you have any? <laughs> 
you have any predictions for uh, next week? Jeff? Any uh, guesses you want to throw out there? Oh, it was it was that uh, a lot of the things that they did in season one are only now starting to pay off. So mm-hmm. it's things that are happening in season two that we're like, oh, that's leading somewhere. Like, n- not to poopoo what you're saying, but like the like Thrawn, you think he's going to be in this season? It's like that could still be the season three Darksaber end reveal, you know, like we could, it could take that long to get to those things. Um, uh, But yeah, I I don't know. Predictions for me, I think are kind of tough because we, because of this episode, because I think the whole season we've been saying, this is the empire strike back of season. And uh, we're going to, we're leading to this tragedy and then we get episode six and it's called the tragedy. And I'm like, well, if this is the tragedy, then what had like, what's the next one? The downward spiral. The next one's like, <laughs> we're still at the, the bottom. bottom of <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. Like that's the eighth episode. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't right. know where we're going from here. If this episode was the tragedy, this was supposed to be the, the bad thing that happens to them and they don't know what, what they're going to do next. It almost yeah. kind of gives me a little bit of hope that they might, they might regroup in the seventh episode and then take it head on in the eighth episode. And um, kind of like maybe season, some losses, yeah. some positives. Um, yeah. yeah, I will say uh, another thing um, that was out there. I don't know this, Maybe kind of spoilery, but James Arnold Taylor was on Rebel Force Radio recently, and he said he went to the volume, and when he was there on set was Gina Carano and Ming-Na Wen. So it kind of points to those two characters interacting together. Um, not that this episode doesn't give that away as well. It looks like Mando's recruiting in multiple levels. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I Like, like I said before, I think we're going to see a a large group of people we've seen together, you know, do that, like <laughs> that hero Avengers shot. Thing. Or it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah all, it all does have a very team up, like original Avengers yes. vibe where they're now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lacey, I just want to know who's different? handing out tours of the volume and how do I get one? <laughs> Cause it's I like, know. I hear every day. It's like, someone's like, yeah, I went there. Yeah. They, I saw whoever, whoever got tours, they, they got to lock it down for next season. I will say that. I, I right. hate the fact that, that we we knew a lot of these castings. And there have been plenty. Maybe they didn't care because there's like, we got other surprises. Like we got sure. plenty. And, I, and we are still clearly going to get a couple. I mean, the and animation. Like, and you don't know about Thrawn. <laughs> we yeah. know him. We shot him. Yeah. To, Who knows? To, to your point, Jeff, maybe because of COVID, they're going real skeleton crew this year with filming. That could be the case. Now. Yeah. I, just, I, I think hope, they were just like, showing it off last year. <laughs> Like even like somebody said to me the other day, they're like like the 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 dopiest leak that that everyone ended up finding out about was that someone saw Timothy Oliphant wearing Boba Fett armor around. It's like that is such a specific <laughs> thing to find out, and it was just true. Uh, like uh, the Ahsoka thing, like I think you could probably glean from like yes, Lord, yeah. he's probably going to put Ahsoka. Yeah. So it's not a huge deal, um, but. And it's been like it hasn't ruined the season at all. Like seeing Ahsoka Bo Katan was still an awesome moment as a fan, but you kind of hope sure. like. You want that surprise moment, yeah. Yeah, get the tour to, like, maybe sign two NDAs. I don't know. And the Boba Fett thing leak, too. Well, I'll say this. I, I, knowing what we know now, I have a weird feeling that the Ahsoka leak was a controlled leak because they didn't just show you her. They had Bo-Katan say her, which is very anticlimactic. 
So if you have them yeah. get it out to the major trades, have them throw it out there into the fan verse, and then for eight months we're constantly talking about it, they're like, yes, talk mm-hmm. more about our show. We have yeah. Baby Yoda, but let's talk about this other thing too. Grogu. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Grogu. Yeah. Grogu. Hey, th- this is this is a dumb one too, but since we're on the 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 topic of spoilers, I'm getting tired of the little like last time on the Mandalorian because <laughs> I feel like it's Just spoiling the episode it. for me. Yeah, well, I, I actually said that today, and I don't know why I have not been skipping it. I, it that's I do, skip. yeah. You gotta you, if you, you if you unless you don't remember, you gotta skip because you're right. It gives completely tells you what you're about to see. <laughs> Yeah. So I started I started this season skipping that stuff and it was like it like the intro and stuff and I, I'm skipping it and I realized on the by the third episode that I was skipping the titles and I didn't realize I was skipping the titles and I was like how does everybody know what these episodes are called I, are <laughs> they looking them up on IMDb and then I found out in the third episode just because I was lazy and didn't skip it that it says it I'm like oh it says it in the episode that's cool. And, <laughs> Like, and so I stopped skipping and I started watching it. But now that I'm watching it, I'm like, these things are spoiling the episodes. (laughs) I knew Boba Fett was coming back this episode because they recapped. They're like, oh, and remember when he showed up? Yeah, all that. Like it starts last time on The Mandalorian. They show that. I was like, oh. So this is the episode (laughs) where all that gets explained. Yeah, I was like, this is dumb. (laughs) I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. I'm gonna start skipping it too because I didn't even think about that. But it was so early in the morning, I was still. Yeah, that could be. Uh, it is five a.m. for me, so I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I still think because like when they did show the Finnick Shan thing, I was like, he's back on Tatooine. Like we're gonna see right. Daenerys yeah. again. Yeah. Um, I was, I was fully expecting it. And then when the when he was clearly on Typhon, I was like, oh, maybe not. And I forgot about it until you you, you saw the ship fly in. But yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's a that's a that's a must skip. That is a very good point. I agree. Um, all right. So, uh, anything else? We have some super chats. Let's Let's do it. Fire through them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thanks Lando. What's up? Thanks, man. Thanks so much to everybody. Uh, I mentioned this one on the disc, but with Din Discord uh, on the Discord, (laughs) but with Din, Grief, Kara, Fennec, Cobb, Mayfeld, and Boba, we now have the samurai seven samurai. (laughs) Ooh. I don't know. It's amazing. People make these types of connections. I can never do ever. Uh, so Linda, you're going to host the show next week. Nitro and CO2. Uh, you don't need a high M count to clone Palpatine. You need a high M count to clone Vader. Look at Moff Gideon's clothes. He idolizes Vader. That's true. That is true. Very true. Hmm. Uh, T. Bellet. Happy Friday, TRB. Thank you. Happy Friday, T. Bellet. Uh, the screenshot of this episode had me fooled. Thought we'd be stuck in Navarro. P.S. Who wants to take over my HasLab order? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's go. a really good point, by the way. Because the 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 thumbnail really threw you off because it's the yeah. it's the last it's like the last scene it's it's them talking on Navarro um, that really that, that threw me off this morning yeah yeah I didn't even yeah I didn't even think about that um, yeah, another good thing I would just dive right in I like I'm just like play just go before my son wakes up um, yeah so all right so uh, that's it, I right? have one last cool. thing to say that we didn't talk about which was the cute. Grogu moment at the beginning of the episode where he keeps mm-hmm. saying his name just so he makes that noise. Um, yeah. He, he <laughs> yeah. may he may train him. That's my other small thing. Yeah. You know, people say that as well. Well, you got two small Grogu hints. You may train him. I think we're gonna and I'll give you a prediction. I think we're gonna see Grogu hold a lightsaber this season. What? This season? I think he's 
powerful than oh, okay, maybe not this season, if not by the end of next, because that was a very pointed that was it was a very pointed <laughs> comment Moff Gideon made when he's right. like, ah, you're not ready for this. Like that just seems uh, okay. Th- okay. This show is 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 very foreshadowy. It, 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 it's very foreshadowy. It's very old school serial, like five script. Like they don't re- they don't get too cryptic, like they're like they're kind of hamming it up. It's 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 intentionally you know, a little corny at times, and that's kind of what they go for, and which plays so well, and that just fits into the mold for me. Like he very clear was like, uh, maybe one day you'll get one of these. Like maybe even holds it for like a minute this season. But I, I think if not this season, because he is very tiny, that's maybe eventually, I mean. yeah. maybe yeah. eventually he. I, I think he will at some point. It just that seemed way too obvious of a, that's of a foreshadow. That's interesting. Uh, you know, if they do, if they go season three and they they skip forward to a point where Gogu's like a little more teen teen Groot or whatever, you know, yeah. the, if they want to play that, um, that could be a significant age jump um, or, or like time jump that would put us a lot closer to the First Order stuff if they mm. decided to do season three is like 20 years after, you know? Kevin thinks I don't know that they jumped that far. He's a foundling. That's the twist that at the end of the series, Din Djarin dies and Grogu's Grogu the Mandalorian. Mandalorian yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting. All right. Uh, I think, yeah, I think that that's a good spot to, to end here. Um, so, Jeff, first off, we want to say thanks for. Uh, we know you're busy. So, thanks for coming on, hanging out with us. Of course. No, um, this, this is. I said it before we started. This is a lot more fun than editing mine that we do. Yeah. In the morning, so I can just actually talk. I didn't even show off my baby, my my Grogu. Just wanted to. Oh, so that, that that hurt. That hurts, and I'll say why. We commissioned a, uh, an art of that with the very similar line. Ours says, "Wherever I go, he goes," and they pulled it. They yanked it. They yanked oh, really? Ah, yeah. yeah well, we I'll, take I'll, I'll try to get the three you one of these. That, that can be. Oh, good. thanks. Yeah, thank oh, you, awesome. Man. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, that. that. No, um, thanks for having me. This, 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 this was a, this was a blast. I liked doing the little more speculative Nazis finale one too. I actually yeah. felt like Jordan throwing out crazy. I don't even know what I said. I, <laughs> I, I may have to go back and look what our predictions were for the last one. Last the, the only thing I remember is you were you had um like a window behind you and it kept getting dark. And you just you were fading into darkness. <laughs> I was I was <laughs> in Texas. Yeah, it was on my back It was a beautiful sunset, though. I do remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I know probably a lot of our listeners uh, know your pod. But why don't you plug the pod and again the website and then whatever you want to throw out? There. Yeah, lights, camera, barstool. We try to review new movies. They're kind of coming out now, though. Like sort of. Uh, you can do <laughs> now Warner Tuesdays Brothers yeah. Thursdays, but I, I'll plug. What big do you time. think about WB before we go? Because you are a movie podcast. Oh. Uh, I'm I'm such a movie theater purist that it I'm bummed. Like I, mm. I I'm not bummed. Like I'm excited to see these movies, but I I have a little pain for theaters. And I will I will I will the, the second I have I've only been like I only saw Tenet. I think I saw something else. But I, I I'm bummed. I I will be at theaters when when it's when it's good and ready to go because they're not open in New York City at all. Uh, right. I, I I will still go to theaters, but. I, I I hope it doesn't kill off theaters too much. The movie theaters are dead. Headline really hurt. That, that yeah. was that's a bummer to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, movierankings.net. Go check it out. Uh, yeah. You great. Just just scour the movies. We have so many movies you can find where they're streaming. Links you right to it. You can go hit, go to you can go down to Universe, filter Star Wars, click on the Star Wars movie right Disney Plus icon. So 
I think people will find it to be a very valuable website if they like movies. So I used it for, I was trying to look for an old Connery James Bond movie. I'm like, where can I watch this thing? And I went to your site, Amazon Prime. Boom. There you go. See, yeah, that, so. that's the beauty of it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So there's there's an endorsement for you, Jeff. A real one, too. I actually watched them uh, <laughs> from Russia with love. Um, all right. So uh, I, w- I want to thank everyone for listening and watching. Make sure you're checking out our podcast, The Resistance Broadcast, every Monday and Thursday. Um, and go to Star Wars News Net for all of your Star Wars news. I want to thank all of our Patreon supporters because the Mando Fan Show would not happen uh, without it. Mm-hmm. So patreon.com slash resistance broadcast if you'd like to support us. Uh, tier started just two bucks a month. Uh, and thank you to our generals, Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, Micah Harrison, Jenna Rosewater, Michael Gaines, Bethany, Russ Harbison, Kendall Gellner, Paul Olson, and Val Trichkoff. Thank you all for your support. Next Friday, December 11th. My God, thank God 2020 is coming to a close. December <laughs> 11th, we'll be joined by Ashi Bashar from the gold-selling band Beartooth to discuss Chapter 15. Uh, we are very excited to have him on, so thanks, James, for getting him on the show. Uh, Jeff, uh, dude, thank you again for coming on. You're man, this was a lot of fun. Uh, and I, I, I'll say this. The three of us are... Always down to defend our trivia title anytime you want to have us back on. That is true. I totally forgot. Oh, my God. That was this summer. That was quarantine. Yeah. Holy and, cow. And, I mean, I'm not going to say we crushed on. him. <laughs> I'm not going to say oh we crushed him, but, you know, you might want to That find feels him. like two years ago. It, it feels does. like a very long time ago. It happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, you're you're always open to defend that. We will do those eventually. You're always open to defend because you, you did do very well. <laughs> Well, next time we get just absolutely obliterated, uh, but we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, also, like post crest. a picture of your dark trooper figure from the top shelf that you yes, won't get right I now. I will. You I will post that. Yeah. I was so but space trooper, which I mean, that is a strong <laughs> thing. We there you go. Last prediction. You will see one of those. Filoni's got one on his desk, and he's like, "That's in the next season." I guarantee. <laughs> all right, Jeff, locking that in. Um, all right, so thanks again, everybody, and uh, from James, Lacey, and myself, we'll see you next week on the Mando Fan Show, and of course, next week on the Resistance Broadcast. So we'll see you around, kids.